focus uh, for the book of Acts chapter 1. I mean, oftentimes we overlook some of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible because they're not popular. Amen, I'm going to say that again. Oftentimes we look, some of the mo- uh, we look past some of the most powerful texts because they're not popular texts. And we need to read the entire word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, I, I need to say this because the majority of you are here, so I need you to know that by the grace of God, I don't speak for money. Amen. Amen. You might have you missed that. I want to make sure you catch it today because whenever God calls me to a church, it's because it represents greatness and what God is trying to do is to take it to another level. Amen. No, you need to understand that. I don't, I don't speak for money. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the second thing you need to know, and the reason why Pastor uh, blessed me and changed the time, I don't speak at any church uh, because I'm not willing to leave my wife to speak. Amen. Amen. I'm going to say that again. Amen. Now, Paul said it's better not to marry because the ministry is so important. Unfortunately, I married. So my wife is important. And so I don't leave my wife and children to come to a church and preach. I only leave my wife because it's an assignment. Amen. 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 Now, you might not be able to appreciate that. So I'm gonna, I, want, I want to explain what I mean by that. So I'm only here because there's an assignment. That's why I'm here. Amen. Listen to me. I'm on assignment. And, and that's powerful because... God didn't call me to come to preach to you because you already have a preacher. Amen. You got to understand that. There's an order in the Bible. God didn't call me to preach. You already got one of those. And a very good one at that. Amen. And, and I don't know what he says about me, but I, I, I don't really listen other than Pastor Doggett. I can't even say that I listen to other pastors, but I go to y'all website. I don't go to nobody else's website and listen to pastors. I don't do that. But I go to y'all website and listen to y'all pastor. Amen. And so I didn't come to preach because you have a preacher. I'm here because God wants you to go to the next level. You represent greatness, but God wants to stretch you and take you to another place. Amen. And that's why I'm here. Amen. Praise God. And so that's why I asked, can you move the five to four? Because I got to be in Chicago tomorrow at eight and I need to be with my boo tonight if I can be there. Now, now, now listen to me very closely. My, my wife said, look, you could just go from Cleveland to Chicago. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm close enough to go home tonight, amen, and spend the night with my family, amen, go to Chicago in the morning, and then get back in the afternoon, amen? amen. So listen to me. Y'all got some good. Y'all got some good going on here. I haven't been here before, but because I know who the man of God is, I already know you have something good. And what I'm telling you right now is that I'm here because God wants you to go to a whole nother level. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But you, listen to me, you got to embrace that. If you're going to go to that next level. Amen. And so I, this, I love what he's doing, but I want you to know last night I spoke an hour or so ago. Now one more presentation. Four presentations is really not enough to help me to help you to make the transition. Amen. And so y'all got y'all to gotta hurry up in these 40 days. In these 40 days, you got to hurry up and get everything God has given to you. So when you come out of the 40 days, listen to me. It's not about what you do in the 40 days. It's what happens when you come out of the 40 days. That's what's critical, because this could turn into a program or this could revolutionize the church. One of the two. For some of you, this, this is going to be a sweet program. You wore a T-shirt. You were excited. I'm excited. I don't want, I like suits. Hey Amen. I don't like wearing suits. Hey Amen. There's no disrespect to suits, but I just grew up in Detroit, Ford GM Chrysler. 
Folk weren't wearing suits to work on the plant. They weren't, nobody wasn't going, they just had on normal clothes. So in Detroit, this ain't New York, Detroit ain't Boston. Boston got, listen to me, Boston has Harvard, Brown, MIT. That's a whole different culture than Detroit. You work for the plant. That's a different culture. So there's no disrespect to suits. We just weren't walking around wearing suits in Detroit. So it's a different culture. So I love this because this is how I normally do it. As a matter of fact, when I was at Quicken Loans last week, I had on some flip-flops, no socks. I had on some flip-flops, some shorts, and a T-shirt, working for a Fortune 500 company. And they weren't tripping because they wanted the information. They not into the... <laughs> Listen to me. They put me up in the Western with my family and my, my crew. They put us in the Western, and not just the Western, the Western Resort. And I had on shorts, because they ain't tripping on, you got to catch me the day before I leave. They not tripping on my outfit. The CEO picked me up in the BMW, that ain't even out yet, and he had on some Jordans. <laughs> and a baseball cap. And they're a billion dollar company, and they own the Cleveland Cavaliers. You better hear what I'm saying, I'm about to give you a series of texts, you better hear what I'm saying to you today. You better hear what I'm saying to you today. This could be a 40-day program or this could revolutionize the church forever because that's what pastor's trying to do. He didn't bring us to do programming. He can preach probably better than most of us can preach. That's not why he brought us here. He brought us here because he's trying to change your mindset. He's trying to change your mindset. And I went from being homeless in a high school dropout to do what I'm doing now. When people ask me, what's the difference, Eric? My mind changed. Okay, so you got to see this because you're not going to get it. I would just give it to you raw, but you need to see it in the word to, to, to believe I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Acts chapter 1, and you got to understand what the word is. Young people, listen to me. I want you to follow this word, and if you do what the word tells you to do exactly like it tells you to do, listen to me. You got to do exact, do, not only can you read the word, but you got to follow the word, and you got to do it exactly what it tells you to do, exactly when it tells you to do it. This is why I'm telling you, because you could be obedient to the word of God, Jonah. You could be obedient, but it's called de delayed obedience, and delayed obedience is disobedience. And so I want you to get to a point that I don't just want you to do what God tells you to do. I want you to do it how he tells you to do it, all the details, and I want you to do it when he tells you to do it. And if you do exactly what you've been commanded to do by God, listen to me, you, God will prosper you and you will be in good health. And so today, what I want to talk about this morning is I want us to, take a tra I want us to transition from behavior to mindset. Because the word of God never said, let this behavior that is in Christ Jesus that's not what the word says. He never said, let this behavior that's in Christ Jesus be also on you. That's not what he said. He said, let the mind. That's different, not behavior. And we focus on behavior. We focus on, <laughs> listen to me, I don't mean to be disrespectful. The only place that I ever hear about clothes is when I'm working for the Adventist church. I never ever, no, no corporate, co nobody's ever called me and nowhere in the contract do we talk about what to wear. Catch it before I move on. The only place that I've been told, I'm not really sure if we want you to speak because you don't have a jacket. I've only heard that in one environment. I've only heard you don't have a tie. I show up and I was like, whoa, where's the, I was at this church, I ain't going to say where, I just, I just know it was down south. Last week and I got out the car and the guy said, where's Pastor Thomas? <laughs> I, we got there right before church. So I jumped out the car. He says, Where, where's Pastor Thomas at? I said, he in the car. 
I didn't mean it. I just got caught off guard because he, you know, he said, I said, he in the car. Get him. I'll be right back. <laughs> and I ran into church and preached. And people was looking at me like, oh, you got on some khakis and a polo shirt. Where's your shirt and tie? I said, I didn't come, I didn't, I didn't come to dress today. I came to preach. No, hear what I'm saying to you. I'm not saying the same thing wrong with wearing a suit. I'm not saying kids should come to church with jeans on and a t-shirt. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, not behavior. Okay, I'm going to give you this text. It's going to blow your mind. And you probably ain't heard this in a long time, but it's true. Acts chapter 1, verse 15. And in those days, Peter stood up among the believers. A group numbering about 120 and said, brothers and sisters, the scriptures had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke a long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared our ministry. You got to You got to catch this. You got to catch this. What happens is Judas betrays Christ and ends up killing himself. Terrible commentary. Watch this. Judas was with Christ for 12, listen to me, three years, one of the 12 disciples. He walked with Christ. He saw the, the miracles. He saw the power of the Holy Ghost. He saw things that nobody else saw. And the only thing he caught was the behavior. He never changed his mind. No, hear what I'm telling you. Judas walked with Jesus. Judas heard the word come. He felt the power of God and manifested. He saw what nobody else saw. He was there 24-7. He saw, listen to me, he saw two fish, five loaves turn into thousands. He saw thousands of people fed. And not only fed, they had more left. Now maybe you've been reading the word so long you don't get excited no more. <laughs> But I still get excited when I hear what Jesus did. Listen to me. Not only did he feed thousands with two and five, they had more left over when they finished. Wow, wow, wow. Judas saw it. And if you didn't know any better, if you followed Judas as he walked with Jesus, if you didn't know any better, you would think he was a disciple. But he was never a disciple. He was never a disciple. His behavior mimicked that of of the disciples. He said what the disciples did. He looked like a disciple. He was with the disciples. Everything about him said disciple, but Christ knew he was not a disciple because his mind had never changed. He was the same crook he had always been. He did stuff that would look religious. Jesus said, no, 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 no. You don't care about her. You, you, come on. You say what? Say, say money so we could do what in the temple? You're not serious. You don't, you don't mean that. You, you, you're a crook. And so, church, you got to do me a huge favor. I discovered the secret. If you change your behavior, depending on the circumstance, you might change your behavior back. I've seen Christians under the right circumstance. But when you change your mind, listen to me, saints, before I move forward, you got to hear me. When you change your mind, he said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ. What was that mind? That's what I got to get. Because if I change my mind about school, see, listen to me, you can change your behavior about school and you can go in pumped up the first 10, 15 days of school. But if you don't change your mind about school, if you don't see school as something that's beneficial to you, if you don't see school as, listen to me, back in the day, the reason why they were so, the reason why they were smarter back in the day than us in slavery days, they, the reason why they took school serious because they saw a connection. They saw a connection between slavery and slaves 
Slaves who didn't learn and slaves who learned. It was an easy connection. There was a, listen to me, when they freed black folk, there was a difference between slaves like Frederick Douglass, who was educated, and slaves who had never learned how to read. Their, their lifestyle was different. Their lifestyle was different. What if they were able to do and accomplish with different? When Frederick Douglass was let go, when he paid for his freedom, when I got to Oakwood College and we was doing the Eyes on a Prize series, and I started looking at African Americans who went to school and studied and learned, and I looked at their life versus those who had never learned but just worked the fields. It was totally different. And so what I do for students is help them to see the connection between learning and your life. You better hear what I'm saying. I study all the time now. Why? Because I understand the more I know, the more powerful I am. The more I'm able to do, not just for Eric Thomas, but to do for others. So listen to me very closely. When your mind changes about school and you start to understand how important school is, nobody don't even have to tell you to study no more. <laughs> you know what I'm telling you. Listen to me. When you understand the importance of learning, I hate school, but I'm going to Michigan State University to get a PhD, even though I get embarrassed in the classroom because I understand something that when you embarrass me, you'll embarrass me for about four minutes. But after you embarrass me, I had that information. After the embarrassment, <laughs> after everybody in class laughed, I had a teacher tell me, You don't write well enough to write a dissertation. I was like, Ooh, you write. So I wrote a book. I said, you know what? She's telling the truth. She's right. She's right. My mind is not that of an academia. That's not my mind. I'm not a philosopher. I'm a practitioner. She's right. I'll never be able to write so that academia could say, you the man. But you're right. If I write a book as a practitioner that kids can pick up, that teachers can pick up, that principals can pick up. We sold 12,000 books in less than a year without a major distribution deal. You do the math. $24.99, you do the math. Why? Because my mind changed about studying. And when I started going to the classroom, I saw the teacher and said to myself, I got to be her one day because they pay her. They don't pay us to sit in these class, in these chairs and learn. So I'm going to have to switch it one day and I got to be a teacher. My mind changed. Okay, okay, okay. I got to get you out of here. Okay, so this is what God told me to tell you. What, you. what we have to do as a church is that we've got to transform from behavior where there's a checklist, all right? We don't eat that check. That's the first time I heard in a long time. When I heard the Sabbath song, I ain't never heard nothing like that in my life. That's the first time I heard that. I said, ooh. Ooh. That's different right there. That ain't on the checklist. I'm trying to keep it simple. I got to go. I'm trying to keep it. That's not on the checklist. That's something that came out of somebody's experience, out of somebody's heart. That came out of somebody's mind. That's something totally different. That ain't something that was in the hymnal that we just read. Oh, that's somebody came up with that. Somebody understands that the hymnals are great, but you can still come up with stuff. That it's okay to come up with stuff. It's not, it's, God ain't finished. Speaking through folks and doing stuff through folks. So listen to me. Y'all got to catch it then, young people. Y'all got to catch it. Because some of the adults, they may catch it, they may not. So I'm counting on y'all. So you got to do me a favor. You got to do me a favor. You got to do me a favor. You got to understand that there's a difference between, even though he came to church and he was with Christ, there's a difference between Judas and Paul. Paul had the mind 
of Christ. The mind. So, so, okay, so you got guys that play basketball, right? All, they play, you know, every now and then. But then you got those guys that sleep with the ball. They sleep with the ball. They keep a bag always with them. It's always a bag with some shorts in it and some shoes in it. They keep it. They don't care where they are, what's going on. If they're on a the bike, if they're walking, they keep that bag. Why? Because all they do is eat, sleep, basketball. That's it. Listen to me. You'll never go to the NBA if you're not one of those guys. And you can be one of those guys and still not make it. But the only chance you have of getting to the next level is eating, sleeping, drinking, and having the mind of Christ. And I discovered when I became a Christian, my first couple years, I was just doing the check marks. I was up on behavior, okay? I can't eat that no more. They can't see me eating that. I can't eat that. Okay, I can't do that right there, all right? Friday night when the sun set, stop all activities on Friday night. Like, hold your breath for 24 hours. No, that's what I was taught. Just hold your breath. Just don't try to do nothing wrong. Then nobody tell me that this is a relationship and now you got 24 hours to spend with the person that you love for the rest of your life. Nobody told me that. They told me behavior. Let's make sure you don't do this for the 24. Don't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I learned behavior and I started tripping when I was doing all this behavior, but nothing internally was changing. I started putting all this work in, but my nature wasn't changing. I still had the same tendencies. I still had the same sins. I still had the same problems. And God said, son, you got it wrong. Leave the behavior alone, and I need to change your mind. All right, we getting there now. We getting there now. We getting there now. Judas never changed his mind, but he did change his behavior because if you knew Judas before he hooked up with Jesus, he didn't look like that. He didn't really dress like that. He wasn't really doing that, but for three years, he put on. But Paul's mind was changed. Paul's mind was changed. That's why he wrote the whole New Testament almost by himself. His mind was changed. The things he did, he changed. I was with a friend. I'm going to say no names. He know I love him. In case he see this video, I want to say I love him. <laughs> we hadn't done business together in probably about, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years, whatever. You have to do the math, maybe nine years. I left, I left uh, Huntsville in 2003, and the reason why I left Huntsville in 2003 is because the people that I was hanging around, man, we had a great relationship. We was on fire for the lot. Lord, our families are close. We was probably going to go to heaven if we kept doing what we was doing. But the problem was I wasn't growing professionally. They were spiritual in that, you know, they did all that. We did all the stuff you're supposed to do as a Christian. But the behavior, it was boom, 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 but the mind hadn't changed. So we were still getting to places late. Come on, I'm going to help somebody today. We was reading the Bible. We was doing Sabbath school lessons. We was on fire for Christ, but we were still coming to places late. Christians, late. They don't even go together. Sister, Sister, what's sister's name right here? Michelle. I was watching Michelle. I stood up. The choir was all right. I was watching her, though. I saw her. Excellence. She was trying to pull him. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Wow, come on. You right? Nuh-uh. Wow. Now, there you go. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come with me. Come with me. 
Come on, come on, come on, come on. She was trying to pull him out. I saw excellence. She just wasn't singing. She wasn't just, she was, she was in it. She was rocking. And when they finally hit it, she was like, yep, there they go right there. There they go. There they go. There they go right there. They with me now. You know, I'm, I'm watching her. She hit right there like, that's not what we practiced. I saw her. I saw her. Y'all wasn't, I, st I stood up and looked from right here. She was like, that's not how we practiced it. We got all these folk listening to us. Please, come on. We're going to go. So then when they finally got it, she did it again. Like, they got it. So let's repeat this thing. That's a mind. And I started noticing, I started noticing folks who come to church, who blessed Sabbath, don't eat this, don't do that, and was going to work and wasn't even working Monday through Friday strong. I was in Huntsville, and I was noticing people was coming to work and half doing their job, but on fire for Christ, behavior, but not mindset. I said, I got to go, because I'll never be what God wants me to be in this environment. I got to get out of here. And when I left, I started hanging with people with PhDs. Why? Because I wanted to be around people who could stretch me. I want to be around people who didn't say what you wanted them to say and start noticing that Christians just say whatever you want. They don't really want to chastise. They don't really want to correct. They don't really want to exhort. They want to tell you what you want to hear so they can have a good relationship with you. But they don't really want to chastise you and tell you you need to grow in that area. And so I wanted to be around people who just didn't have a behavior but who had the mind. Me and my boy hadn't done business together in a long time. He came. He represents excellence. He doing his thing. I wake him up at 7 o'clock in the morning. It takes from 7 to about 9 something to get ready. And I'm like, going through it now because I ain't been in that environment in a long time. And I'm struggling. I'm... I'm like, that ain't how we do it now. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Excellence. He got all the equipment. He represents excellence. Got the equipment. Got staying. But when it was time for time. A student, a student who does behavior, they go to school at 8 o'clock. They leave at 3. A student who has the mindset, they never stop learning. Class is always in session. They watching a movie and learning. They looking at billboards and they learning. They learning in they sleep, they learning. Oh, you think I'm playing? Dr. Ben Carson said that's where he got the answers to the test. <laughs> Because he said he was asleep. God showed him in a dream what the answers were. He was learning in his sleep. You think God could have done that for him if he wasn't studying on a regular basis? And so as a church, we got to go from behavior, we got to go from behavior to having the mind of Christ, which means that you don't do it occasionally. You become it. You possess it. It's who you are. We don't have to really shift down for the Sabbath in my home because we're trying to do the Sabbath every day in my home. We're trying to worship every day. Yeah. It ain't no big transition to yeah. go to church. It ain't, it ain't a big transition. I'm calling everybody. Seven o'clock, time to worship. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's praise God. That's why y'all eating. That's why you got Jordans because of Christ. No, let me say this to you. Not that I paid for that. Michael Jordan sent to my house for my son. That's why you got George sent to you. You better get down here. You better praise him if you want to keep getting it. Fake it like you like him. Fake it like you love the Lord. All right, all right, so we got to go because I, I, want, I want you to shift from Judas. 
I want you to shift from Judah. That's what pastor's trying to get you to do. For the, you're doing all of this because pastor wants this to be a reality one day. That people are just coming out, coming in, that this whole community knows that this is where they belong. He doesn't want this to be a program. He wants this to be a reality. People just coming in and whatever y'all got, he's going to bless y'all with it. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. You're not hearing what I'm saying. The reason why I'm successful, young people, I don't do this. I don't do this to get paid. I was on YouTube for free long before. Why? Because it's who I am. That's who I am. My boy told me, my business brother's like, hey, you got to slow down. What you mean by that? You can't do every Monday because you're just going to be giving away stuff for free. And I said, you don't get it. It's like church for some people. They don't go to church, so they waiting for me on Monday. I can't go three weeks off for some marketing scheme. I can't go three weeks off so we can build the numbers. I got some kid who coming on Monday, and he might kill somebody if he don't get this stuff on Monday. I got somebody trying to commit suicide. I'm getting 500 emails a day from folk. People are going through it. They got to have it. So I'm not tripping. I'm going, God, if I do it every Monday, do you got enough stuff to give me? I need some fresh material. Are you capable? Can you give me 52 messages for the rest of my life? Are you capable? Because I'm available. If you can't do it, let me know. Son, open your mouth. I'm going to have so much stuff for you, son. You're going to go Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, son. So we got to shift from checking stuff off to becoming. Becoming the mind of Christ. That we're not letting people walking out here without speaking to them. Why? Because that's not the mind of Christ. That God is blessing us with degrees, but we're not using them to. You know how some people get a degree and that become their name now? <laughs> like you can't even call them by their name no more. Just call me doctor. I don't have a name. They don't have a name no more. Just call me doctor. Right? Or if you don't know their doctor and you don't call them doctor, they get offended. They said to Jesus Christ, he said, Pilate said, are you the son of God? Because if you're the son of God, we won't kill you. He said, I don't have to explain who I am to you. I don't have to explain who I am. Who do do men say that I am? (laughs) Who do they say I am? I know who I am. I'm equal to God, yet I will humble myself and become obedient even to the death of the cross. When you become, you don't have to be exalted. When you become, you don't, you're not trying to be exalted. You're trying to exalt Christ. When you become, it's not about you no more. It's not about where you sit or what you think. It's not about, I don't come to church for me no more. Bring me the kid, bring me the kid who don't know how he's supposed to sit in church. And let me teach him how. I already got God. I had God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't come to get God on the weekend. I come to give God on the weekend. I don't come here to get my, my, my relationship with Christ. I got that. I came here to give it. I came for some kid that don't know Christ. That's what I came for. You still coming to church for you? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You can cook. You can cook, and you still not bringing nothing to church when you come? You still coming to church empty-handed after 30 years? You can bake like nobody else can bake, and this day, you ain't passed out no cakes? You ain't passed out no cakes yet? You make the best grilled chicken on this side of the Mississippi, and you ain't passed out none of your stuff yet? 
You still think it's about you because you on that behavior and you hoping to check it off when Christ come. You hoping to check all the checks and make it into the kingdom. You, you're not thinking like Christ. Paul said, they said, don't go to Rome because if you go to Rome, they're going to kill you. He said, let's go to Rome. <laughs> let's go to Rome, baby. Come on, Rome. Because if Rome is going to give me the opportunity to spread the gospel, to live as Christ and to die as gay, we got to get off behavior. They took his kids. They took all his stuff. They burned everything down. And his wife came to him and said, curse God and die. He said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He wasn't on behavior. Behavior says, God, you took all my stuff? I've been good to you, God. I've done everything you asked me to do. You take my kids? Is this the reward I get? You take all my stuff? Because Job wasn't on behavior, but he had the mind of Christ. Job said, the Lord giveth. That's his responsibility. The Lord taketh away. That's his responsibility. But regardless of it all, blessed be the name of the Lord. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, he is worthy to be praised. Oh, King of kings and Lord of lords, we will exalt you. We will lift you high. Saints, we got to get past behavior. We got to get out of proving to each other that we are good seven-day Adventists. And now we got to live it. We got to be so attractive that people are going to want to know about our God. What attracts, what attracts people to your God? So I need you to get past behavior now. We know you're a Christian. We know it. You've been coming here for a long time. We know it. But now we need to think. We need to think like God thinks. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. Shh, abide in me, not in your job. Not in your titles. Not in your stuff. Abide in me. Listen to me very closely. God can say, Eric, I'm taking everything away from you. You're homeless again. Oh, man. I just, uh, listen to me. Take it all, God, but don't take your presence from me. Take it, God, because I know some most people don't know. It's a car. Okay, I'm going to close, but you got to hear what I'm saying, because some of y'all, you about to sell your soul. It's a car. And the BMW drives just like the Acura, like the Accord, like the Escort. They all start and they get the house. Let me tell you something. I don't even want a big house no more. I want a small. I'm tired of cleaning up behind people. I come to realize the bigger the house is, the more rooms they mess up. That's all it is. They just tearing up more rooms and I got to clean them up. I want like two bedrooms. That's it. And a kid. I want a studio. That's it. Told my kids, when y'all go to school, be careful when y'all go to college. When y'all come back, we get a nice house and we just going to have one room, me and your mama. I don't know where y'all stand when y'all come back home. I don't know where y'all stand. You better call your grandma when you go to college. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The mind of Christ. I'm letting you go. Listen to me. You got to catch it though, church, because when we get the mind of Christ, it's not about us anymore. When we get the mind of Christ, we start asking God on Monday, what you want, what you want me to do, God? Shh. And God might blow your mind like he blew my mind two years ago. I said, God, I wake up every morning, two o'clock, three o'clock. I go walk and talk with God. You say, Eric, why? The mind of Christ. Somebody said, why you get up that early? Because Enoch walked and talked with God.